you are listening to the Yo Yo Podcast. Some people are overly concerned with what other things of them and will try hard to make others happy. On the other hand, some are just simply care about people in general. The line between being compassionate and being a people pleaser is difficult to draw. Welcome to Yo Yo Squad. You are only young ones. The podcast to accelerate growth among youth in Malaysia. We offer a diverse range of conversation from professionals to youth that will be beneficial to you. Our squad simplifies and relates the topics and learnings for you, making it more actionable. I'm Jen Feng, and I will be the host for today. In this episode, we will be discussing people-pleaser and compassionate. We are pleased to have Dr. Sankita Kaur, founder of Emerging Journey Asia and Yaya Sankyuk on work with us today, and she will enlighten us with her thoughts on the people-pleaser. Dr. Sangita, thank you for joining us today. Would you please tell our listeners a bit about yourself before we get into the hot topic? Thank you so much, uh, Zanfeng and YoYo Podcast. You only young ones are well. Maybe feel like I'm going to get older like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good um, you know, initiative that you guys are doing to promote about, you know, um, talk about science issues when it comes to people pleaser. So a little bit about myself, I'm a licensed counsellor under Lebaga Counsellor Malaysia, right? And I do a lot of counselling with people, organisation, family, but I don't really uh, uh, prefer to work with children, right? Especially minor, because I have kids, so I, I don't want to have counter transference. Um, I also do a lot of psychometric assessment. Yes. See, now my team becomes so white. <laughs> so, it's, uh, I also, um, I have my doctorate in psychometric assessments, okay, where we talk about culture and, and people's behavior, um, body language. Okay. So, I'm the founder of Emerging Journey Asia, where we look on uh, talent development as a host. Right? So it's not just about essential skill or soft skill, but it also includes psychological well-being. Okay? When we talk about psychological well-being, it's the personality, the behavior, the attitude, uh, the mental and emotional well-being, uh, part of this whole ecosystem that, that I'm, I'm looking at. And um, that is the business part. Then in terms of um, giving back to the society, my CSR, I'm a founder of Yayasan Health on Work where we look at mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Yeah. So um, these are the areas that I do. It's all about connecting to people. And I believe that all of us have the strength and we are all unique. But um, most often, we doubt ourselves. So the exploration of self to know who are you because different development or different stages in life, right? needs you to behave or, or react differently. And if we don't understand ourselves, and if we don't know who we are because of a lot of, um, maybe you have gone through trauma, maybe you have gone through um, being abused, or maybe someone have gone through in a not good environment, you know, not conducive environment, that may lead to our topic today, which is people pleaser. And compassionate, sometimes we get confused. Which one, you know, whether it's, are we being compassionate or are we a people pleaser? So, you know, there's a lot of um, 
uh, attributes towards that. It sounds so good, like helping others to find the specialties in themselves. I think. Yes, yes. Okay, so thank you, Dr. Sangita. So a New Jersey-based social psychologist, Dr. Susan Newman, once said that people pleasers want everyone around them to be happy and they will do whatever it takes to keep them that way. But at the same time, being compassionate also helps others to feel better from sorrow to joy. So how can we tell if we are people pleasers or just being compassionate? Can you tell us about what are the distinctions in their personalities? Okay, so when you look into people pleaser and when you look into compassionate, there's a thin line to differentiate, right? So most of the time, um, when there's two different spectrum, there's always a thin line to differentiate between uh, one over another. So when we talk about compassionate, right, it's about um, how an individual feel or show sympathy and concern. All right, that means they, they genuinely um, show sympathy, show concern about what you are going through. For example, I, I give you Zenfen. Um, uh, imagine if you are going through some sort of challenges in your life. All right, so what I'll do is I will, will assist you in whichever way that I can. Right, uh, even though, uh, no, if I cannot make it. I will tell you that, sorry, I cannot make it. Or I might say, no, I cannot assist you. Maybe this time for this, for this uh, problem, but next time maybe I can. So I, I, I genuinely show you my concern, care about you, right? When we talk about people pleaser, right? Most often they sacrifice their time and their well-being for others. For example, whether um, you have an issue, but I will go all out to assist you in your problem. I will say no. I will always say yes to you, you know. Even though I'm not well, I'm not fine, but I will do everything for you. You know, so you need to understand, compassionate, if I'm not well and I'm not fine, I, I will tell you I cannot do it. I will take care of myself. But people pleaser, even though they are not well, they are not fine, they don't care about their well-being. It's always about the other person, right? And um, it's not all bad to be a people pleaser, but you need to set a clear boundaries. Okay, so it's clear to me. Being compassionate is when you cannot do it, you just say, no, maybe I can help you next time. But if you are people pleaser, yes. you tend to make yourself like, a servant to them, you always say, yes, okay, I will help you. And you sacrifice a lot of time and energy just to make him or her happy. <laughs> okay. Correct, correct, yes. So just now, uh, Sangita, you say, that's not all bad. So how do we stop being a people pleaser, but at the same time still being compassionate to others? Okay, so you need to be, you need to have self-awareness, right? Because people who, who are doing a lot of pleasing others, right? Okay, there's a lot of, um, uh, it's connected with so many different things. For example, this individual might have been in trauma, all right? And uh, they have to, they, they, are, they have fear of people liking them, you know? And um, 
they want everybody to like them. Okay, and you see this often in um, in in children, because if you don't rectify this during your your younger days, it will carry on when you are older. Okay, <laughs> and you need to understand. Yes, you need to understand that every day we have sixty thousand thoughts in our mind. Sixty thousand thoughts, huh? Wow. Eighty, yes, eighty to eighty-five percent is negative self-talk. So imagine if in your heart you say, okay, this time I'm going to say no, I'm not going to do it, right? But all your negative words will come, right? So this, this one will be playing. So instead of you saying no, you end up saying yes. And it will take a big chunk of your time or maybe your, you know, whatever that you're doing um, just to fulfill the other person's need. So self-awareness is very important because you need to understand that am I able to do this for you? Okay? Because people pleaser always wants to look at themselves as being the good one. You know, who are there for others. They want to be like useful to others. Yes. And imagine if they need help, they someone else. And if that person say no, they will start have all this negative thought, like, you know, inner conflict. Why this person cannot do for me? You know, I do so many things for this person. You know, why is this not being done? So that is why self-awareness is very important, right? And be aware, be mindful what you can do and what you cannot do. Because in the process of, in the process of saying no, your mind will go through like crazy, you know, right? And, and then it will affect your emotion. So you need to take a very bold step um, to, to be different. To not be a people pleaser if you are a people pleaser. Yeah? So you have to have a clear, you have to know what is your capability, what can you do? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so just now, Sangita, you say that's beneficial in being a people pleaser. So can you share about what are the advantages or is there any hidden cause of people pleasing? Okay. So, okay. So the good thing um, when we talk about people pleaser is, you know, um, um, you are somewhat kind, right, to assist others. And maybe certain things that you don't know, right? Um, you will learn because it will test your limits. But testing your limits shouldn't be in the expense of you not managing yourself. Okay? So I look at it as more cons than pro. Okay? Pro meaning, okay, yes, you, you have compassion. You are kind, you understand, right? And you are learning something new. Okay, so that, that is the good part. But when it comes to the cons, right? If you don't set boundaries and you say yes to everything, then your work is not being done. If people don't respond to you, you feel you're not being appreciated. Okay? There's, there's so a lot, huh? 
the interpretation, the interpretation of how people react to you will be negatively interpreted by you. Okay, you will lose sense of identity because right now you don't know who you are. All right, when you don't know who you are, your identity is based on the role that you are doing. Okay, um, and then um, you are afraid to say no because you are afraid of confrontation. Okay, so when you are afraid of confrontation and afraid to say no, fear starts to develop because will this person like me if I say no? Now, am I doing the bad thing? Will I lose friends? No, how can I face it alone? It, it starts, right? And then uh, another sign is like, you want everybody to like you. When someone don't like you, it's a problem already, you know. Then they will try hard. Yes, and then it will go back to self-identity. For example, if you watch all these movies, right, in, in, in uh, all these Hollywood movies and all that, all this high school thing, mm -hmm. you know there will be one popular girl, and then you see the popular girl got a lot of, even the guys, like, you know, they are like basketball player girl or, or football player. Then after that, you have all the things, right? So if you look at it, even though it's wrong, what they do? They will still, to be in the group and as a leader, they will always do something that even though it's wrong, they do it just to please other people, to be liked, to be popular. So they can stay in the circle. Yes, so this is not their true self, you know. And I see um, in Malaysia also, right, um, you can see that sometimes the clever ones will be in the group and, and, and uh, they try very hard to click in those who are not so academic. And then you have the popular ones, right? And then you have those who are active in sports. And then you have the teacher's favourite, Right? So imagine if, if you need to do something that is off your value. See, each of us, we have our own values. Okay? Value comes from our family setting. Value comes from the culture or a religion. Right? And we will have our own inner values. So people pleaser at times will put aside their values because they want others to accept them. So they pretend to be someone that they are not. Yeah, then indirectly, these create a lot of conflict in the person's life. Okay, because lack of self-confidence, little self-identity, um, unclear boundaries and validation. If they don't get this from others, they feel that they are incompetent. They feel that they are not valuable and they feel that uh, nothing is good enough. I mean, believe that people will only care about them when they are useful. And yes. a lot of those elements, maybe they need their praise and appreciation yes. in order to continue their life. So it's terrible. Yeah, this, this also, if you look at it, right, uh, Zenfeng, 
you know um when when teenagers you know you have boyfriend lah girlfriend lah crush lah and all those things right <laughs> okay sometimes um you know in 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 the relationship it can be complicated because um you want to be loved by others okay maybe you have a childhood trauma of being abused or or you don't have your parents that maybe you know you don't have your dad or your mom so when 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 you are in a relationship you are longing for that love you are longing for that attention okay so when when your partner it can be a girl or a guy yeah? when your partner in uh, in the relationship wants you to do something that is not right high possibility of you doing something is not right is there because you are missing something at your during your childhood and now you have a relationship you want to hold on to the relationship so that's turn into toxic environment toxic relationship you know about being abused husband abuse wife wife abuse husband children look children see sometimes parents abuse the kids so all this will be playing in the mind remember the 60000 thoughts and it works when you are sleeping and you are awake ah So we have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Conscious mind work when you are awake. Subconscious mind work when you are sleeping and you are awake. So imagine when you are a people pleaser whenever you want to turn and say no a lot of things will be playing in my mind. You don't know. But it will be playing at the back of your head oh my god it's so so stress <laughs> well listening to it stress is it yeah. <laughs> ah, but this is reality because i'm seeing it most often right and i see from different perspective i can share you also from um you know the, now this children is like you only live once yolo la formola right fear what fear of missing out all this is part of people pleaser right because for example you have group of friends have expensive phone and they are all show 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 their phone you want to please so you know that you cannot afford you cannot do or something like that but you still want it okay so it's more about the image that you are portraying outside not so much of the image that you see inner it's all about projection external and when there's too many external right what will happen when you grow older it carries and after a long time it become hardwired in your brain that means it's difficult to change okay so if you want to change anything you need to have consistency of doing it every day for more than 100 days yeah okay i didn't scare you ah <laughs> suddenly your face change is like oh my god did i scare you yeah because i think it's so stressed listening to them like that always all the day that always think like what if 
I reject and what happened. So they tend to say yes, yes, and then and when they are old, oh my God, the consequence is so is so serious. Yes, definitely. Okay, imagine if you are you are not a smoker. Okay? And you are surrounded by a group of people who are smoking. And you will want to be in this group because they are the cool group. Okay? Alright? And they will, they, maybe they will test you, what are you, never smoke, what a man are you, all that they will say, right? So instead of holding on, you have this pressure. It can be peer pressure, it can be want to be involved in that group because that is a cool group. So you start smoking. After some time, you are a smoker. Correct? So these are one part of the example that I can give you. Yeah, maybe those cool guys won't stay with you forever, but if you start smoking, maybe lung cancer came to you and stay with you. Yes. And, and we need to understand, yeah, uh, life is like a, 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 a cycle and a circle, right? Where people come, people go. So we need to understand this. Not everyone you can please. You know, not everyone you can please, right? And you need to understand, not everyone can be your best friend forever. If you have a best friend forever, that means it's perfect. Okay? You will tend to go through fights. You will tend to go through so many challenges in life. Certain people come to you because they, you or they need to fulfill those needs. Once it's fulfilled, they might leave, maybe sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. But your life needs to go on. But if you keep pleasing everybody, Imagine what kind of baggage you are having on your back. You have no time for yourself, you know. Your personal self-image will be negative, not positive. No matter how well you say, you know, I look so good, I look so nice, I'm helping people, I'm very compassionate, I'm very kind. The kindness, compassionate starts from within. You need to be kind to yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to be compassionate to yourself before you give to others. But people pleaser don't look at it that way. Alright? So, if being a people pleaser is making you so tough to pursue your own happiness, I think you better stop and keep in mind that you won't be able yeah. to please everyone. Yeah. How to know whether you're people pleaser or not? Get a paper, <laughs> write down, <laughs> write down how much time you put for yourself, how much time you put for others. Write down your values. If anything people ask to do is out of your value, then no point. Okay? You have your own work. You have your school work, your college work, you have task assignments, so many things, right? Imagine you start doing assignment for your other people. You don't do for yourself. What will happen to your future? Oh, the grip. My grip will definitely decline and they get A and I get and maybe a F. Yes. Or you are in the in the group. Okay? 
and you are afraid to say to your group member who are not contributing. Correct or not? So you are afraid to say to the group who are um, not contributing and ended up you do their work. Right now, do they appreciate you? No, I think they just use you as a tool. Yes, but to justify yourself, you will say, "Yana, better I finish it all, you know, so that I can get it done." Yeah. Then another part of you will say, "We are a team. It's okay if I do my team work." No, it's not okay. And, and, and I'm sure because I also studied before I got group lah, huh? but thank God my group all okay. Because that, that generation, we have no phone, no nothing lah, right? So our focus, when it is group project, all of us will focus. We don't have distraction, right? But now, um, younger generation, you have a lot of distraction. So how are you going to do that? So, as you say, just like, for we, like younger generation, and now currently we're in pandemic, so we're just studying at home through online learning, and it is difficult for us to make new friends. So when we make new friends, the friends are precious. So some people may do whatever they like and whatever the friends like in order to stay with them. So do you? So they wouldn't get boycotted or negatively labor. So what advice would you give to them? Okay. Are you going back to, to school already anytime soon? Maybe next year or? Yeah, I think probably half year. And the next half year, maybe. You go back lah, huh? Okay. Okay, for me, school means university lah, college, all school for me lah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, yes, when... Now, when you are learning online, at, you know, you studying online, it's difficult to be socially connected. Yes. But there's a lot of things you can do. Okay. For example, if you are in the new group or, or you are in the new batch, right? New semester, you will meet a lot of people. Get to know each and every one of them first. Because not everyone can be... You see, you have your bigger group and you have your smaller group and then you have your personal group. Okay, the bigger, the, small, the medium and the smaller. So when you learn about everybody in your group, right? Okay, the bigger group, then you will know which one can you click first. Because there will be attraction, huh? someone yes. similar to you, you know, like to do certain things and all that. Then from there, you will have a smaller group. All right? And then to have the close group, it's where you look into values. Okay? So the close group is where you share similar value with each other. Okay? And it's okay if people say, I don't want to be your friend. It's fine. I know it's easier for me to say, if you experience it, you say, what? It's not okay when people don't want to be my friend. But there's a reason. Okay? You cannot force everyone to like you. You cannot force everyone to be your friend. Yes. At the same time, you cannot control people's mouth, what they say. But you can control your action, your thoughts, and your words. Okay? 
So when you can control your action, your thoughts and your words, you are more aligned to yourself. And you will not be easily disturbed if someone say bad things about you. But if you cannot control and you always need people approval, then it's like waiting for more harm coming to you. So even in a class, right? When you're in the primary school or the secondary school, everybody your friend, man? No, what? No, right? We have 40 in the class. From the 40, I know all 40, but from the 40, then I have the smaller group, which is maybe just 10. And then from the 10, maybe I only have around 2 to 3 that can come to my house. I can go to their house. You know, that kind of things. So you need to understand because your generation are so much gifted with technology. Yeah. But don't allow that technology to take you away from what you truly are. So, uh, Sangeeta, can you give a last piece of advice for the audience for growing their own identity? Okay. So what I can ask you guys to do, right? Um, do personality assessment. Okay, so personality assessment is to know what are your preference. You need to understand, uh, there's no 100% because we are not robots. So we can flex from here to there. Okay, so when we talk about personality assessment, it gives an idea who you are, how to work, how you prefer to think. Okay, and once you understand this personality, okay, and then you groom yourself. You see, people always say, focus on your weakness, focus on your weakness. It's wrong. You already know that's your weakness. You put all your energy to your weakness. You will get more tired and stressed and disappointed. So what I would like to share, focus on your strength to counter your weakness. For example, uh, I give you up. If I'm not an analytical person who looks into data, who looks into facts and figures, but I'm a social person, okay? Wherever I see numbers, uh, I go like, I am not numbers, uh, you must do, uh, you know? Yeah, it's not that I cannot do, but I will take a longer time to do and then will procrastinate uh, because something that I don't prefer to do. But at the same time, I'm a social person, right? So, what I will do when needed, when I need to look at numbers and all that, I will invite a friend with me. You know? So when I need input or I need explanation, this person will assist me in interpreting my data. You see, I'm focusing on my strength, which is the social, which is the people, to assist me in my data, in my analytical. Can you see that? Yeah. It's the strength to overcome the weakness. Yeah. Yes, but people normally do the other way around. You know, focus on your weakness, weakness, weakness. Cannot focus from your strength to counter your weakness, right? Okay. Um, uh, personality. Another thing that you can look is um, what you call this. Understand yourself in terms of what you like and what you don't like. Okay what you can control, what you cannot control. 
You can control your thoughts, your action, your words. You cannot control other people's thoughts, other people's action, other people's words. Okay? No matter how kind you are, or no matter how much you please people, there will always be others who will say, Alah, ini bodek lah. Mm-hmm. You know? We don't want to keep us lah. You cannot stop what? Right? And I'd like to share this um, with you, um, Zempeng. I want you to fold your hands. Can you fold your hands? So when you fold your hand, this is your preference. Okay? Now I ask you to do the other way around. Is it comfortable? Which is, which is harder for you? The first one or the second one? I think the second one is a little bit harder, right? Yes. So, the second one is your ability. Meaning, you have the ability to do the second, but because of fear, because of pain, because of feeling uncomfortable, you will bounce back to your first position. Understand? Yes. So, you, every one of us has ability. But because of our negative talk, because of our negative past experience, our failure, okay, and because of um, we are feeling uncomfortable, we don't know what to do, therefore we bounce back to what we normally do. Okay? So you need to understand when you are doing something that is not your comfort, you are expanding yourself to be better. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Sangita, for your advice. And thanks for listening to our episode today. And we really appreciate it if you can provide your feedback to the squad. Make sure to join our community on this card and follow our social media page on Instagram, squad Y-O-Y-O underscore S-Q-U-A-D and LinkedIn. All the links will be provided in the description of the episode. This is the last episode, but we will come back soon. And thank you. Thank you. Bye.